welcome to Gab and Grow, a podcast about people, places, resources, and ideas at Western Connecticut State University. I'm Mary Beth Griffin, your Gab and Grow host, and today's guest, I think, is going to be very interesting to talk to. Um, as some of you know, because you've listened in before, I've been here at WCSU for a long, long time. And one of the really good joys of being at a place for so long is that you have the privilege of seeing students come and go and then sometimes come back again. And our guest today is one of those students. She was an undergrad here at Western and then left and went off to Central, was it? For my master's. Yes. And then, then you went far away out to Arizona. Yes and got your doctorate out there in EDD, and now you're back here at Western as the Assistant Director of Financial Aid and Student Employment. So I'd like you to welcome Dr. Anna Maria Heredia. Thank you. Thanks for coming. Thanks um, for having me. We're, we're here today to talk about student employment, uh, specifically on campus. So, you know, I think I kind of want to start just by you were a student employee here yes. when you were a student. Can you talk just a little bit about that? and? Sure. Um, I began working on campus the summer after my freshman year, which is a pivotal time yep. for students. Um, so finding my way through the first year um, and then really finding my grounding mm -hmm. when I started working on campus. Mm -hmm. I think it, it offered me, and I see it now, it offers yep. students an opportunity to connect with the university yeah. um, and to people at the university. Mm -hmm. so you meet who the administrators are, what they do, what their roles are, um, and you meet other students who work on campus mm -hmm. and who are just trying to make it through just like you. Yeah. it's. I was a student employee, too, and uh, so, you know, I did things from delivering mail. I helped run a theater on campus. I did... My favorite was night guard was our term, and, <laughs> and we act, literally walked through the halls at night to you know make sure nothing untoward was going on. And you know, for me, it was that my parents paid for my college, so I I didn't have to worry about that or loans or things. But I didn't want to keep asking them and sticking my hand right. up for money, so it gave me spending money, right. um, mm -hmm. you know, which is really good. Plus, it just gave me something to do. So that I wasn't getting myself in trouble a lot of the times. And, um, you know, it it really, and I think maybe the same thing happened for you. It really introduced us to this whole, you know, employment opportunity that a college career has. Right. Um, right. I know. never, I think following my, my student employment is when I really began delving into being active, more mm -hmm. active on campus. Yep. Um, my first job on campus was actually in the Career Development Center, <laughs> um, which is now the Career Success yep. Center. Um, I also worked for Dean Constance Wilds mm -hmm. um, yep. and Dr. Bernstein at one point um, and for the uh, EAP program, which yep. is the IAP program. Mm -hmm. So I had different experiences, but yeah. all great experiences that led me yeah. back to Western. <laughs> exactly. And that, you know, was kind of where I wanted to go next is you had lots of different work experiences. What are some of the things people can do as a student employee on campus? Where are some of the places they can work? Well, Western actually employs about 800 of our students wow. um, across campus in different offices. Um, and in different areas, um, there's the administrative offices, mm -hmm. um, which are your typical hours. So it could limit some students yep. depending on their schedules. Um, but we also have 
the library, campus and student centers, um, event, the event uh, mm -hmm. programming, which have later hours, yeah. um, which is helpful as well. So students can work almost anywhere on campus, yeah. um, not necessarily uh, directed toward their major. Mm -hmm. um, they can work in any capacity. The good thing with student employment is it is a good first step. Right. Um, it helps students learn skills that they can use mm -hmm. beyond Western um, and transition them into real life yeah. work. You know, um, it's fun because I, I look at things like campus centers in particular. You know, you start off maybe being an info desk clerk kind right. of thing or you're setting up equipment in a room or things and then you become a building manager and you get some some training and doing scheduling and things and then you become an operations manager i don't know if that's exactly how they go but right. they've kind of you can progress through their system and each step mm -hmm. up you get a bump in your pay too but you also get more responsibility right. and you start learning about more things so you go from you know just generally pointing someone in the direction right. of a room <laughs> To really being able to interact with the public, you know, understand ticketing systems right. to to scheduling and supervising students and things. So it, it, lots of these jobs have those opportunities for you to really kind of expand mm -hmm. your knowledge base, too. And it doesn't necessarily have to agree with, with your major, right. but it certainly is going to be helpful to you in we whatever you do. Skills that, yeah. that will be useful. Absolutely. Um, I know a lot of students get work study, and so student employment, there's kind of two pools, aren't there? There's work right. study, which is part of a federal financial aid right. program, mm -hmm. and then there's just regular student employment. And so that's, mm -hmm. we have a lot of that because we have a budget for it, but right. um, so our department has a budget that says you can spend this much money on student employees and and. We spend that out. Work study is is through the government, and how does that work? Right. So work study, unfortunately, is is a very small fund yeah. that we receive <laughs> in our office. Um, we certainly don't have enough to to provide for the demand yeah. mm -hmm. of it. Um, we have about 115 students currently who receive work study okay. funding, um, and it's part of their financial aid award. Mm -hmm. um, students will mark on the FAFSA application that mm -hmm. they're interested in receiving work study. Unfortunately, just because you mark off doesn't yes mean, yeah. doesn't mean we can necessarily offer it right. to you. Um, as I said, we it is a small fund, um, well, but we it's, do. It's the whims of the politician as to how much is there too. Right. So. Right. Um, so we have. The past four years that I've been here and mm -hmm. that I've been in uh, managing student employment, we've averaged about, this is probably the highest, I've had 100 to now 115 mm -hmm. students each academic year who receive work study. Um, so it's a very small pool of our larger population mm -hmm. who receive it. Um, and what it is, it's 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 helping the, the department, right. um, first off, um, because the students are being paid from their financial mm -hmm. aid award and not from the department's right. budget. Um, and then there are departments that have budgets who can pay their student mm -hmm. employees and who don't necessarily have to hire um, work-study students. Right. Um, but those who, who may not have a budget or a large enough budget mm -hmm. to sustain what work workers they need, um, work-study definitely helps. Yeah. And, and there are some 
especially in some of the academic departments and things, their their budgets just don't support it. But they can employ students because they have we have the use of the work study funds to be able to do that. So right. it's a great opportunity. Um, I know that sometimes in the past students have been offered work study and haven't accepted it, yes. which just <laughs> boggles my brain. If somebody wants to give me money for you know being a receptionist, I would do it. But you know, I think <laughs> students just aren't sure what it is. Yeah. Especially yeah. new incoming students, mm-hmm. um, they they see work. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, they're like, I don't know if I want to do that. Yeah. Um, but it certainly is helpful. Um, mm-hmm. Students who I have students who do accept it, but never find a job. Yeah. Um, so I end up having to cancel it out. Yeah. Um, so I, we don't hold on to it. We certainly don't hold right. on to the funding. Yeah. Um, we need students and want students to to work mm-hmm. on campus um, because it's it's a benefit for both the student right. and for for the university yeah. overall. And I think that's you know one of the things I always recognize too is that we don't run as a campus if we don't have student <laughs> employees. You know that we just rely on them right. for just about everything. So, um, if a student is interested in working on campus, where do they start? Um, well, new this past year, um, we mm-hmm. we partnered with the Career Success Center mm-hmm. to post um, jobs on Westcon Works. Mm-hmm. Um, so the jobs are are posted there. It's the, the departments will. Right posts whatever needs they have mm-hmm. um, and then I our office directs students to to Westcon works okay. um, but initially we do host our office hosts a student employment job fair mm-hmm. um, during the first week of the fall semester um, we invite departments to participate invite all students um, to to come out and see what jobs are out there um, and those departments that participate aren't necessarily the only departments that are hiring right um, but it certainly gives students an outlook as to what is available. Right. Um, and oftentimes there are more students than are jobs available. Yeah. Um, but that's it's, it's a first look mm-hmm. at what's available on campus. Yeah. And I think the, the best way is always inquiring directly with a department. Mm-hmm. If you know you have an interest in a particular area, um, you can always come to the financial aid office and we'll direct you where to go if you're not sure who mm-hmm. you're, you're um, need to right. speak with um, or where, where they're located, um, and we can refer you to departments just to see if they're hiring. Mm-hmm. Um, each department does their own hiring, um, so financial aid doesn't place students right. necessarily, but we do refer um, if if we're aware of who is hiring. Mm-hmm. Um, but the best place to, to look for continuous posts is on Westcon Works. Yeah. Um. I was going to say, I know for our department, we usually have things up on our website, too. So and students who live here are always, you know, they're they're quite capable of stopping down and saying, hey, is there anything open right. that, that you're having right now? So that makes it a little easier for them. But I think for a lot of the commuter students, when you're coming in, sometimes they I think they don't think about the possibility of working on, working campus, on campus. And and it's such a great opportunity. Um International students, can they work on campus? Um, they can. Um, they mm-hmm. have, there are certain um, paper paperwork they have to file mm-hmm. um, with the Human Resources Office, um, but they are they are eligible too. Um, students who are matriculated in at least six credit hours mm-hmm. are eligible to work on campus. Okay. Um, so you don't have to be a full-time student to work on mm-hmm. campus um, as long as you're enrolled at least half-time. Great. 
Um, I know that we're one of the bigger employers on campus. What, mm-hmm. Who are some of the other other big ones? Um, campus and student centers, uh, recreation. Mm-hmm. They're a large employer. Um, uh, event management um, is a large. Uh, the library actually as well. Yeah, yeah. They're they're a large employer, and they the benefit to a lot of those areas are they're open later. Mm-hmm. Um, they're mm-hmm. open beyond the the four thirty five p.m. Yeah. administrative office time mm-hmm. um, to offer students more yeah. more availability yeah. for hours. I think that's one of the one of the things that you don't necessarily think about when you're thinking about a job on campus. But for some people, that ability to just work during a typical office hour kind of thing works really well. They can get their 15 or 20 hours a week in then. Right. And then they don't have that, that you know, I have to be around on the weekend kind of thing. I have some time to do studying or to do something social. For other people, it's like I need those night hours because right. I'm busy with things during the day or the weekend hours. So a place like the campus center or you know, VPAC or something is really a place that fits them better and their schedule. And and that's the nice thing. There are so many opportunities that you have that can fit what your needs are, too. And what you mentioned a a bit sooner is there is a maximum hour. Mm -hmm. Um, Students can work a maximum of 20 hours per per week when regular classes Mm -hmm. are in session. Um, it, it changes um, when regular classes are not in session. Mm-hmm. So the winter intercession and summer yeah. are different where students can work up to 40 hours yeah. per week. Um, there is no work study awarded or offered mm-hmm. for the summer. Um, um, so students would work under a department's budget. Um, but it, it does offer the stability of knowing you're still on campus. Mm-hmm. You can still get everything you need done for, for classes. Um, you don't have to go far. You don't yeah. have to fight for parking anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, and I think the one of the great things also is that employers know you're a student. Mm-hmm. You're a student first, whereas if yeah. you're working off campus, they don't necessarily care that you yeah. have a test coming up or yeah. a paper um, that's due and you want to finalize it. Um, so I think that that's the beauty of working on campus as well. Yeah, I know. I, I talked with someone this morning and and you know, finals are coming and everyone's got papers due and things to study for. And, and you know, this student I know has been working steadily on things, but there's just a lot that comes due. But she's also working at an off-campus job and it's supposed to be a part-time job. And she got scheduled for 37 hours. And mm-hmm. while it still classifies as part-time, it's a lot more hours than she mm-hmm. wanted to do. So you get kind of stuck in a a loop and sometimes like you said you have much more understanding from people here than we know some of that and And also i think i didn't mean to cut you off while we're understanding i think it also is an opportunity to teach students responsibility Mm -hmm. it doesn't mean that yes because we understand your students you still have to show up for work too because we need you your schedule shift and um it means you time manage Mm -hmm. Um, to your prioritize what needs to get done. You have the deadlines, um, mm-hmm. and that's part of I think what our job is as an employer, right? Um, and whoever is supervising these students, mm-hmm. it's it's instilling in them that responsibility. It's not yes, it's a campus job, but it's right. still a job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. I just 
if a student's looking for a job, then we want them to look on, what was the name of their website West again? Con West Con Works. I should know that, and I just don't. <laughs> um, and I know we talked, you know, in a perfect world, we would have done this early in the fall semester because that's mm -hmm. when a lot of people look for it. But there are jobs that come up and open all the time on campus. So don't be put off by the fact that you're hearing this in February. <laughs> it's, you know. Um, right. They they come, they pop up. Um, oftentimes, uh, employers will, will call our office to see if we, we know of any students mm -hmm. seeking um, employment. I mean, fall, the beginning of fall is definitely the, the peak time mm -hmm. for finding a job on campus. Um, and oftentimes... Students stay in their positions, yeah. um, which is also a good retention, mm -hmm. um, but it doesn't mean that you can't find a job at any other time right. during the academic well, year. Well, sometimes, you know, student schedule shifts, too, so, right. you know, change. they may still be there, but they may not be able to work the, the whole 20 hours, so right. we... You know, you might need somebody to fill in the five hours that they used to work that they can't work, too, right. so don't be afraid to to keep looking. Um, I know that financial aid does a lot on on social media and things too. So students mm -hmm. can find you on Facebook and yes, and on Instagram. Okay, right. So we we do post if I, if we know of anything that is opening, um, we'll post that. Um, but we typically post any announcements that students need to be mm -hmm. aware of. We try to be like a one stop, yeah, for for students to get information um, because. Fewer and fewer students are walking through our doors mm -hmm. yeah. um, or picking up the phone and calling and asking yeah. these questions. Um, so we, we try to put out as much information yeah. as we can, right. even if it's not pertaining to financial aid. <laughs> <laughs> um, is there anything that I didn't ask you that you think it's important for students to know? Um, in terms of student employment, I think the... The main thing is that it, it, it is still a job. And mm -hmm. I think looking for a job, it, it's the same process as looking for any other part-time mm -hmm. job. Um, and that approaching departments is part of the process. Yeah. It's part of getting out of your box and feeling a bit uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. It's the nervousness, and that's okay. Yeah. Um, but not being afraid to ask questions. Yeah. You'll never know if you don't know. Yep. <laughs> and you, if you don't know what to ask we can often figure things out yeah. based on what, what um, information they're seeking. Um, um, so I, I think just for students to build confidence, and I think campus jobs certainly help mm -hmm. do that because they feel part of the community. Right. And they are such a such an important part. I know in our office, we, we couldn't function without them. <laughs> so we love our student employees. Well, thank you very much, Dr. Heredia, for, for joining with us today. I think this is a... You know, one of those issues that's really important to so many of our students, as you said, we've got 800 or so that are working here. So I'm really grateful that you spent some time talking with us about it, and I'm sure I'm sure they are as well. Um, if there are questions that came up that you didn't have answered today, you can always stop by the financial aid office, which is on the first floor of Old Main and ask them a question, or as usual, you can email me at griffinm at wcsu.edu, and I will work on finding an answer for you. Uh, I'm Mary Beth Griffin, and that's a wrap for Gab and Grow. I hope you turn tune in again soon, please. And uh, that's it. Take care. Bye-bye. <laughs>